0: Get ready, get ready, get ready for the steakhouse.
1: You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history.
2: With Steve Shabiro, I slept in a closet in Cape Cod, <laughs> drunk. Sandra Golden.
1: I hope they kept the receipt, because they're all
3: coming back, and they're going to be in discounted at TJ Maxx. Rusty Menzel. They
4: had that when I was playing travel softball
1: in February. That's why I was 50 pounds heavier. And Drew Butler. Cam probably put his hands on him like, little man, make a smart decision. It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and
0: Associates.
1: On Sports Radio 92.9, two nine, The Game.
2: And welcome to Friday. The Steakhouse is rocking and rolling and ready to give you a strong hundred and, well, now we're about 117 minutes.
3: Okay, I'm prepared. So
2: that's that's what we promise you, our effort. We're going to give an A for effort. It's a Friday morning. It is gloomy. It is go back home. And put on your favorite streaming television show. Tell the boss you're not going to see him. It's not a day to be golfing or tennis or any of that stuff. This is a day to. Or to it's actually a day drinking day too. A bunch of dudes are just you know go to Manuel's Tavern around. Like you got to find like a like a dive yeah, bar, I totally agree. right? Something dark. Get a greasy cheeseburger, mm. dark bar, and just kind of disappear into. Uh, what is kind of a, a, a nasty Atlanta morning? How are you doing? You were in town last night.
3: Yep, fantastic. We had an awesome meeting yesterday with uh, our team here at Odyssey. You know what I was thinking as I was listening—that the positivity and the good news and all that—that uh, that doesn't happen often at a meeting. I thought it was really great. Enjoy being a part of this team. Yeah,
2: they got a uh, a try. What's the term? Triumphant three three stations all yeah. crushing V one hundred three. Star ninety four with the lovely Jen Hobby and uh, and ninety two nine with the highest ratings I think in the history of the station. So yes, it was nice to be somewhere where radio is thriving. Yeah,
3: and just a good energy in the building. And I must tell you, I was out and about yesterday a lot, and I swear to you, people stopped and wanted to know about Penelope the possum. Yeah. So Peter and possum. then you send a picture, and I go, that's definitely not a little girl. That's a possum that's been eating right.
2: I mean. Bo, you saw the photo, right? I
4: sent it. I to did. That's pretty impressive.
2: <laughs> Dude, how how big and scary was that thing?
4: <laughs> Not scary. I grew up in the country, so oh, really? I'm, I'm all about some possums, man. So like I'll pick it up th- and take it outside.
2: Stop too. it. Yeah, You'd pick sure. it up by the tail? Yeah.
4: Yeah, or you can pick it up by the body. They can't turn their head a whole lot. <laughs> you
2: are you're you are like a, you're my hero right so now. So what
4: sucks is that so possums are actually very very good animals. They kill ticks, rats, snakes, all kind of stuff that pests around your house. Um, but unfortunately, they eat chicken eggs too. So when they were around our house, because my dad had chickens, we would always have to exterminate them. Unfortunately. Ah, uh, but uh,
2: you may like possum, but you don't want them in your living room. Of and, course not. And, never. And, and I
4: do not recommend
2: that. Yeah, everybody loved. I was at this party last night. I told you I threw a bucket butcher shop, and they're like, "Dude, your description of Nola." When I was like, "Nola, what you? I I don't. I want to pretend that never happened. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. wipe that out of my brain." Yep. Please don't speak of this ever again. Like a 16-year-old traumatized. Like the size of that sucker right in front of our fireplace, right? So precious, my precious. And they're not
3: cute. Like when they play possum, their mouth opens like they're dead. They're trying to let you know. They are scary. Also, my husband's reaction was said, I'll take the NOLA. Don't mention it again. (laughs) Don't talk to me about it. He was very impressed you could even get it out of the house. Did
2: you show him the photo?
3: Mm -mm, I haven't seen him. So but I sh- you didn't send-, send me the photo. Did you send it? I thought you just yeah, showed to it, it to Yeah, I sent to sorry. all you guys. No, I'm sorry. Okay, it my other observation is, and real quick, I was listening to The Morning Shift today live at that golf event. So yes. Mike Johnson was on, uh, I guess, the tee, and he's, you know, hitting. Teeing off. So Tiffany says to Bo, you know, he's the best of the three of us. And Bo said, and I've witnessed men do this so often. He goes, well, I don't know. If I think I got him on my course, I could beat him. <laughs> golf is the one game where you guys all do that. I don't know that you realize that you course. can say like or if you know what if so and so played with one hand or I mean all these different scenarios of no 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 I could beat him. It's like the golf is the equalizer. You can absolutely make a case that I could beat him on any on such given day. Do you I, know that y'all do that?
2: I so we, we do what the way we talk smack about it. The
3: way you t- like Mike Johnson is a better golfer than Bo. Right. Period. By, by I don't know by a lot, but clearly he's a better golfer. N- numerous strokes. Yeah, so Bo can't just say, yeah, you know what, he would beat me. Right. Men don't say that. They go, well, listen, if he was on my course and I had my clubs and right. I was wearing my lucky shorts, I right. would totally take So him. on
2: any given day is your point, as opposed to just saying, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that guy's better than me. Men can't say,
3: like, yeah, he's probably a better golfer than me.
2: Right. Well. Um, I don't golf enough, so no, I know no, I, no.
3: You would never say that. If,
2: yeah, no, I would never. <laughs> anyway, th- that would never come out of my <laughs> mouth. And I'm trying because I got a boys' trip um, to Orlando of all places. So we're staying on this golf course, and I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm not an elite athlete, but I'm usually pretty good at everything I've done, right. relatively speaking. Sure. Relatively speaking, and golf is humiliating. It's just humiliating. I get asked to play in these member guests. I get asked to play in these pro-ams. and it's like I don't want to. I don't want to do that to somebody, right? I don't want to have them have to play me, so right. I just told Mike, ask their pro, can we do like you know some kind of intervention over the next two weeks, just like six eight lessons. I love I'll, that he's from Boston. It's in Midtown, so I can go right after. Perfect. What's uh what, what is the facility right in Midtown, right? Yep, Five Iron Golf. Five Iron Golf. So
3: John, Mike Johnson was raving. So there, it's grand opening. So we got to go. We uh, should go broadcast there.
2: Okay. Well, they just, they just, I can film, but
3: I know, but our show can do it and I can film you. And he's from (laughs) Boston. It could be common. But
2: yeah, but that would be humiliating to me. It's really bad. (laughs) It's really, really bad. (laughs) Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top nine at nine.
1: Nine. On the Steakhouse.
0: Sports Radio 92.9, the game.
3: Slow your roll. That whole narrative of, wow, the Hawks might be better without Trey. Um, if you were peeking last night, the Hawks at the Nets, early on they were down by twenty. So yeah, right they're out not. of the gate, one twenty four ninety seven the final.
2: Yeah, humiliating final score. Um, remember as the show was playing out yesterday, I was like, um, I, I do think we need to be realistic. We beat two bad teams. What well, Orlando's not a bad team. They didn't have their best player. Utah was completely asleep in that game. It's nice at home. You can overcome. You play with energy. But you know w- w- we are. We are a deeply flawed basketball team. Um, th- there's a lot of lot of games to be played without Trey. There's another game to be played against Brooklyn. Uh, when is it? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow
3: night, and then they play the, then Knicks. the Knicks. So they have like five days in New York.
2: I know. So, so fun. you know we're not terrible without Trey, and we're not awesome without him. And you know we're somewhere in the middle. The question is, how will it fall in the next twenty games? As Here's we,
3: where it needs to fall. Lose a lot. Get with the lottery, the lottery talk because this is brutal. This is a terrible fail. The entire season is a fail. No, it is a the fail. The only way to salvage it is to get in the lottery where we are at least relevant. This is a fail.
2: Well, there's, they're going to have all kinds of scenarios. Moving to Jante and some other guys. Keeping Trey. Moving Trey. Um, getting in the lottery and getting, you know, somebody in the top. Which is going to be hard. Listen, we're so far ahead. That, yeah. I know Brooklyn's behind us. And who else is behind us? Uh the Bulls. So we had a three and a half game lead into last night. I think maybe we we're at two and a half. We're gonna have to be really bad to fall into the lottery. And I don't know what the answer is, other than everything you've been saying. It's broken. Yeah. It ain't working. And it's yeah. a couple of years of not working. And and we're not we're not Hawks fans to be in the ten seed. We're not Hawks fans to be in the nine seed. We're Hawks fans to be able to go down there and be like, we have a chance. We can compete, right? Now maybe we can't compete with the Celtics, but we should be able to compete with the Knicks. You shouldn't be the 10 seed. compete with Orlando. You we should compete. not
3: be the 10 seed, right. period. It's unacceptable, and Atlanta fans, we are mad. It's enough already. Braves, stride or die is the T-shirt our friend Bo has on right now. Spencer Strider is the talk of spring training. He's added this curveball, so he's bringing the heat, the slider, the curve, the changeup, it's ridiculous. Three innings yesterday, struck out five. It's insane what's going on. Also, keep your eye on a forest wall. In the mix, to be on the bench, he hit not one, but two, three-run home runs yesterday. So, there you go. Today, the Orioles uh, come to Northport. Bryce Elder is up. And tomorrow, you guys, Ronaldo Lopez is starting. This is their starting pitcher, as you will recall. When we asked uh, our friend Grant McCauley, the Braves insider for us, said if you were to say today who's the fifth starter, he says Reynaldo Lopez.
2: Yeah, it seemed to make sense. That's part of what they were thinking about. Uh, You know, hard thrower, uh, certainly looks like a guy that has the ability to be a really solid back end of the starting rotation. Um, But there's a lot of spring training and a lot of fluff pieces to be written until we open our season in Philadelphia many, many weeks away, but it's nice to see baseball for sure. I'm going
3: to fly through these. Caitlin Clark uh, decides she is going to enter the WNBA draft. She will be the top pick. She will go to the Indiana Fever. Uh, NASCAR in Las Vegas this weekend. 3.30 they start. If you're betting on this stuff, Kyle Larson has had massive success at this track. He is the favorite. And don't forget, Georgia and Georgia Tech play their series. They will play tonight in at Georgia Tech. They play tomorrow at 2, sold out in Athens. And then on Sunday, they will play at Cool Ray Field at 3.30. Uh, and that is to raise money for Children's Health Care of Atlanta. And just announced, if you are a big into the Peachtree Road Race, the T-shirts are up for you to vote on. So. You can pick them all. They look great. As per usual, they're on my Twitter feed, at SportsSandler.
2: All right, great stuff. Sandy getting us updated. Justin Farmer, WSB anchor, great friend of the show. He will co-host at 10 o'clock hour. Coming up, uh, Mike Griffith. We go live to Indianapolis. A lot of dogs in the combine making news. And one guy that very much could be a part of the Falcons. Uh, We'll talk about that coming up around 940. When we come back, by the way, 9 o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Tail Restoration one-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. Falcons quarterback carousel continues. We got our popcorn out and we're watching. We'll find out if we like what we're hearing. You like that?
1: You like that?
2: I might. I just might. I do. Stay with Sandra, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
4: G-A-G back to more of The Steakhouse. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game.
2: 923, Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. 9 o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One-day treatment, life-changing results. AdvancedHair.com. Zach Klein with a... Uh, breaking piece of gossip or news that uh, we had on the show or the afternoon guys did yesterday. We'll play you some of that in terms of who the Falcons may be pursuing at the 11th hour. If you think it's only about Justin Fields, sit tight. We may be telling you differently. I did want to give a shout out. I didn't mention in the first segment. I had a fabulous, fabulous evening last night.
3: Okay.
2: I've. Uh, I've talked to you about Bucket Butcher Shop, which is, uh, and we've done an event there. We did our Father's Day event last year there, so they moved into a new location. It's this high, high end butcher shop in in the smacking heart of Bucket, like over by where the little bars are and everything, um, and restaurants and whatnot. And and I had a bunch of folks to entertain, kind of like a corporate thing, or folks who work with us at Bread and Butter and Atlanta mm-hmm. Eats, and I'm like. These dudes, these big wigs, get invited to all this stuff. What can I come up with that guys will want to show up to?
3: Unique experience. Yes,
2: experiential. That's the word. So, Bucket Butcher Shop has now got like this great bar, TVs, dining room, massive kitchen, and you know, what I always talk about: men grilling out is like yeah. it does. It crosses every demographic. Dudes on their big green egg. Dudes on their uh, was it Traeger. Dudes, on skillet. Mm-hmm. So last night they did this event, and they get this this fabulous uh, chef that was at Bones for twenty five years does an awesome job, and and we we brought a bunch of folks in, and I'm telling you, he went out and cooked these steaks on the big green egg. You would have thought people were looking at the moon landing. <laughs> I showed you the the photo. It
3: is fan- fascinating. Yeah.
2: Of of these four like you know big wigs that get to do a million different things, probably get invited. They're staring at this. <laughs> Uh, then they go inside. So we, we cook it on the big green egg and then we eat it. Then we go inside and we do it on these huge, um, iron skillets with rosemary and garlic mm, butter. And, the, mm. and the butter, right? And, and I'm just telling you, these people were losing their mind. It's, it's just a very cool thing right now when you can do experiential. And I was told this by Kevin Rathman. He said he did a big green egg, uh, tutorial. He's a top chef in Atlanta. He's like, that thing sells out in like three seconds. That was game me the idea. Like, dudes want to talk about meat. And, of course, I'm doing a Q&A, uh, grilling them like, hey, is it taste really that much different than an egg as opposed to a skillet, as opposed to a, a, a Traeger? Yeah, because they
3: made it all these different ways, which is so clever. Right. And, so that, that's And you had fun. A, sh- a baker that looked like oh, a pastry yeah, chef. Oh, yeah,
2: beautiful young lady, uh, Lauren. She she made these homemade chocolate chip cookies and, like, 10 other pa- – It was like a. It was a banana pudding. Did you taste that banana yeah,
3: pudding? Yeah, no, it
2: was awesome. So, like, dudes and their tummies at it's an open bar, idea. sports going. If you're thinking about a private party, if you're ever, like, trying to come up with a cool idea to entertain folks, rehearsal dinner, Buckhead Butcher Shop, they that's slayed. A great, that's
3: a great, like, 40th, 50th, 60th yes. bar – it, it's a guy thing, though, right? Uh, the women like that. I'm well, sure no, a
2: lot of these guys, like my wife, would lose her mind right now. Because oh. they're, they're doing cooking lessons as it's happening, right? Then they got sashimi out there, fresh tuna, salmon. Mm-hmm. I don't, it was just an amazing night. So uh, thanks well, to those guys. Connor's worked with 92.9. Connor Boney at uh, Buckhead Butcher shop. Uh, rehearsal dinners, any of those things. I, I mean, this was sick. And dudes watching this, I'm telling you, it was like the solar eclipse. Out, their mouths were, were agape. <laughs> wow. Look at what's going on on that. It's a Komodo Joe, by the way, is what we cooked on. Komodo Joe, which I think are better than the eggs, actually. Better item. But anyway, um, that's a story for another day. Um,
0: Good job. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so uh, that, was a, that was a fun night. And um, my, my daughter was home also. She's headed to, what does she call it? Lottie. Lottie. Left Georgia, brought four of her girlfriends home, and they're headed to Lottie. So
3: cute.
2: Kimberly gave they Are they
3: driving or flying? They're
2: flying today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kimberly gave them the speech day day. Because, like, they were like, uh oh. Well, just like, don't act a fool. Oh, okay. Stay together, you know. Good speech. Look out for roofies and all that. And, of course, they're being teenagers. They're like blowing her off. And then she had to be like, you don't know anything about anything.
3: That's so true. Don't think
2: you're so yeah. cool. You know nothing. So, when one of you gets roofied, because you think this is mean, like, she was in there. She was in their business, no How doubt. How do
3: you feel when they model their little outfits?
2: No, I, I don't want to see that. What do you mean? They didn't model them for me. I don't like, know. Maybe they model you, them for what, each What other. about
3: when you see pictures of, of well, the girls? Sophie tries. Uh,
2: Sophie tries to not send those pictures if there's something I, whatever. I don't want to think about that. Don't right? ask me. That. It's a terrible. Yeah, I, but Sophie's pretty conservative overall, as far as I know. Yeah. I was like, "Why well, didn't see any pictures from your birthday? We didn't take any." I was like, mm, mm-hmm. "Really? <laughs> you didn't?" Eight college girls out in Athens. No pictures, huh?
3: They usually are not on their phones. <laughs>
2: yeah, so. yeah, that's right. We mm-hmm. we put our phones away. Mm-hmm. Anyways, is, uh, speaking of phones, we had Zach Klein on over the phone, live from Indianapolis, talking about what he put out on social media that the Atlanta Falcons are serious as a heart attack about Kirk Cousins. Uh, everybody I talk to says the logical thing is for them to draft, uh, not go to draft, they want to go for uh, a, a veteran move, all eyes, all arrows, everything points towards Kirk Cousins. You know, Arthur Blank has basically told this front office
4: staff, do what you got to do, pay what you got to pay, get it done. So everybody I talk to, agents, uh, other coaches and scouts, uh, guys around the league, that's the feeling that they are saying what they are hearing is that the Falcons will put all their attention on Kirk Cousins moving forward. Now, Terry's not saying that and Raheem's not saying that, but that's what guys around the league are talking about. So this –
3: Dukes and Bell, great job, by the way. That whole interview, I was listening in the car yesterday. It's on our Odyssey app. Just uh, go to the shows, and you can listen to the whole
2: thing. The scuttlebutt now is that Kirk Cousin makes a lot of sense. I'm just going to say this. It was funny. We were talking about my event last night. Huge conversation. By the way, the mayor was there, Mayor Dickens, and this is what I was talking to him about because he's like, what's going on? Is is, uh, Russell Wilson headed here? Is Justin Fields? What are you hearing? Yada, yada. We're all in a circle. There's no question. That if all things being equal, and we think Russell Wills can give you two or three good years, and there's Justin Fields, one guy won't cost us anything, and one guy will. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't want to give up a first-round pick for Justin Fields. When you can sign Kirk Cousins as a free agent, it's not our money. Right. I don't want to hear about cap. It's like Drew says, all who cares about cap? You know, like, okay, what have we been doing with all our money anyway? It's not like we've been finding edge rushers because we're spending, right? Tell everybody what an edge rusher
3: did. (laughs) uh, They do a little something called a sack. They get after the quarterback. We don't see a lot of that I
2: do agree that all things being equal, you better take a serious look at Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins because you're not going to have to give up the equity coming back. And I think that we'd have to give up next year's number one for Justin Fields. Maybe we can hold on to the eighth pick. And maybe we can talk about uh, Dallas Turner. Mike Griffith will be on with us from the combine coming up, and uh, and maybe that can happen this year. But if you're going to give up a number one, and that's what it's going to cost with Justin Fields and a number two or some you know some some combination, and you got two guys out there, run Russell Wilson's you know already getting paid by Denver, and another guy Kirk Cousins is just about writing a big check. Yeah, I, I don't want to give up the draft capital. I yeah. don't want to have to do it. And, and here's what Arthur Blank – the the one thing we absolutely know is we are not playing the rookie quarterback game. We are not playing it. He's not going to wait here and wait for the development. Even if it's one of those three guys, they're almost a relief that they're not picking high enough to take a rookie because they want to win now. Yep. They want a veteran quarterback. Arthur Blank But's is – in
3: seat. We need some energy in this six, town. Excuse six you. losing seasons
2: Ugh. and last year's debacle and Desmond Ritter – Rookie-esque, right? It was basically his first season playing. Marcus Mariota, the great reclamation project. Matt Ryan, back end of the final year of his career with Arthur Smith and a bad team. Like, they're over it. Arthur Blank's instructions are, I didn't. I trusted the last regime, um, and as they say in Emil House, you, you, you effed up, you trusted us, right? <laughs> well, that's what happened, you know? And he's not, he's not going to trust the notion of J.J. McCarthy – or uh, Bo Nix or Michael Penix. That is not happening. If you think we're going under center opening day with a rookie quarterback that hasn't got the uh, the snaps or a backup like Mariota, not happening. I agree. Justin Fields, Russell Wilson, or um, Kirk Kirk Cousins. Has to be.
3: Yeah. And you're going to overpay. That's how it is. Yes, you okay. are in a debt. You have put yourself like in a debt situation. Like Sandra always says,
2: how's it working out for you not yeah, overpaying? You
3: have to overpay.
2: How, how, how did it go to underpay? Uh, not underpay, but how did it go to, you know, go to, uh, what do you like to say? What's that store for five bucks to get everything you want?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What's the name of that place? I love that place. Five
3: bucks store.
2: It's just called Five Bucks? Mm-hmm. Um, like, that was Marcus Mariota. I'm glad you got a good deal on that, Right. And then, he, and then he threw one of the worst passes in NFL history, the, the famous grenade pass, like Mike Bell calls it. And then, <laughs> and then how'd it go with trusting a rookie quarterback or a second-year guy? How'd that go? Mm-hmm. Didn't go anywhere. So Arthur Blank's not sitting around thinking about, hey, let's develop this guy. Now, you could draft a quarterback in the second round if they're there, and then you could have a, a veteran quarterback like Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. and you could do the Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers thing, which I have no problem Love with. It. You know? You, They're if, talking
3: about Bo Nix and J.J. McCarthy dropping, dropping. the second round. Mm-hmm.
2: So that that would intrigue me. Kirk Cousins, one of those two guys is his backup. Give Kirk Cousins all the money in the world for two years. We have a plan B. God forbid you get an injury or like let it play out for two years. I mean, Green Bay gave you the blueprint. But, but yeah, we're, we're not going under center with a rookie quarterback. I totally agree yeah, with yeah, you. so. Uh, and I'm I was surprised because there's Win so-
3: now, here's a blank check. That's what Arthur Blank is telling us. Yeah, the, Terry the salary the- cap
2: is uh, up considerably mm-hmm. this year, five percent higher than was thought to be. It's even above that. So, um, yeah, listen, I I I, I think that we'll be opening day in a sold out building with a brand new head coach and a brand, brand new quarterback that we're excited about. How it plays out and then what do you think there? Next fourteen days? Well,
3: Well, I'm looking at ESPN, and the headline is, once again, Justin Fields' news coming soon. So I don't know what that means and what they're rushed to get it done this week. Okay, that's fine. The other news you're going to hear about is Jaden Daniels. Excuse me. Uh, Jaden Daniels just spoke and is doing great. Okay. Um,
2: Caleb Williams? Caleb
3: Williams is not doing the medical. That was a headline. He has said, I'm not doing any medicals. Is that a red flag? So we go to our resident expert, which is...
2: Well, no, I was going to ask Garrett about it because he has a thought on it as well. So, yeah, what... what, Just to confirm it, he just clarified it. It's only with the teams he's meeting with. Apparently, doing medical for all
0: 32 teams when you know you're going to go in the top five or top three, really top one... It doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's just for the – So he'll the give the top
2: meeting. five teams. He will do a medical for those.
0: Just for the teams that he meets with, he'll do a medical for. But it's like, why would he do it for anybody else? Mike That's Johnson's
3: good. told a great story about those medicals and that those teams can literally – you're in the room interviewing with them, they're, and they're like, okay, well, we see you, you uh, sprained your ankle in 1984 in a high school game. Yeah. They can say, we're taking you to – like around Indy, there's four or five th- spots. They put you in an ambulance, and off you go. To not an ambulance, but a, a shuttle, you're going to get this done now. And he said it is so intimidating and scary of because you never know what they're going to find. Right. And Mike Johnson's. So
2: he's worried there's a bone chip from an ankle injury exactly. in high school that they're going to uncover. That's right. That's never really been a problem. But now they, and especially a guy like Mike. Who, by the way, he was told, you may be third-round, he may be fourth-round, he may be fifth-round. Yeah. Like, we don't know where you're going to fall. Well, I know where you're going to fall if they find something that they didn't anticipate, right? Yes. you just co- cost yourself, I don't know, a couple of million bucks. You know, uh, granted, third-round money, fourth-round money, fifth-round money, right. you know, it's not life-changing. But every round matters when it comes to that. We'll go to the combine, talk to Mike Griffith. Also, great friend of the, uh, the show, Justin Farmer, will be in here live. Poor guy was a sports guy for so long, and now he's got to do news. <laughs> Gosh. Did you take a job? You took his job? So
3: he was the weekend sports anchor at WPTV. In WPTV! 19- in 1996 and left to go to Utah as a sports director. That job was open, and I got his job oh, at Channel okay. 5 in West Palm Beach.
2: Small world. We'll do that weekend yep. back. Steak and It's the Steakhouse, Sports Radio 92. a game.
1: Now, Now. your game traffic, 92.9 The Games Traffic Center, brought to you by Bader Scott Accident Attorneys. Call Bader Scott, 404-888-8888. That's 404-888-8888. Hey there, Stephanie Stallworth, ATL traffic lady. Good morning to you. Had a vehicle fired. was working for a while out there. Sierra 155, Flat Shoals Parkway, at Shoals Park Drive. Say they got the lanes cleared out for you a little earlier than expected. That's good. Also, 20 headed east over Pass Boulevard. Had a wreck over there in that area to so leave the downtown connector. Another wreck on 285 at Southbound, ramping off the South Atlanta. Ramping off the South Atlanta. <laughs>
2: 942. How you doing, everybody? You know what you uh, think of when you see this weather today? You should be in a plane to Vegas like Sandra's going to be, uh, what, tomorrow?
3: Tomorrow morning. Wheels up, baby. Yep. I got a bachelorette party for one of my dear, dear friends. So off we go.
2: So is this the same crew that all goes to that beach house for yes. the last 20 yeah, years? Yeah, but
3: others all, from all over the country. How do you in. get
2: invited? How do you make the cut?
3: Because I planned it. Well, I was one of three that one, planned it for her. No, no, no. So. No.
2: One, no, I get it that you're where you're going. Oh,
3: you're saying how, how did to, Not yeah. you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We just really How cast the net. How do you make the, the cut? You ca- does anybody? Cast the net.
2: Is it like the Hall of Fame voting that a name gets brought up? You know, so-and-so from Minnesota wants to jump in. She's so-and-so's friend. Mm-hmm. And then does it go in front of the Vegas committee. Right. And, and he, then we go, that's a niche, up.
3: niche. That's a niche. No,
2: yeah. no. We don't do that. So no, everybody's nobody. invited. What do you mean everybody's invited? There was
3: probably 25 girls invited. 19 are going. And the bachelorette doesn't even know most of what's happening. Is
2: anybody single? A
3: lot are single. A lot. I would say seven, eight, or single.
2: So the notion what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas mm-hmm. in terms of shenanigans, to quote Mike Bell, is there a chance that any of those ladies get into some shenanigans?
3: Yeah, they'll get into some trouble. <laughs> they will. Yeah, that, absolutely. So, so some of the, to, yeah.
2: There's a possibility that some of those <laughs> single women may meet a friend while they're out there.
3: I hope they do. You I just, hope they have a
2: nice brunch
3: it? with a, a no, I was talking gentleman. talking about a brunch,
2: yeah. So, so you have how many in 19 are single? I want to
3: say, like, maybe six. Wow. yeah, Yeah.
2: Okay. I mean, yeah. put, him in a, put him in a target. Look at all the guys over here. We're just like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, literally. like everybody's nodding.
3: Wow, there. they've never listened to this show ever. And, like, and now they're listening.
2: They're like, yeah. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, yeah. just get him as you're getting off the plane. Slip a little phone number. I'd love to take yeah. you guys to the new yep. Fountain Blue. Yeah. Make make sure you check out the new Fountain Blue at some point. Oh, yeah. It's supposed we're going, to be we're spectacular. You see having the dinner sphere? there? Yeah, we're having dinner there. Oh, you're going there. to the Sphere mm-hmm. tour and yeah. everything? All right. Good stuff. Listen, the only the only thing would be more fun than Vegas, which I know Rusty Manzell's listening thinking the only thing would be more fun is if I was Mike Griffith, who gets to combine. be gets to be in Indianapolis, right, Mike? <laughs> right. You talk about a sexy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You talk about a sexy great. town. Oh, sexy town, right?
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's great, Steak. Uh you're really living it up here in Indy.
2: Yeah. All right. So how many times how many years have you covered the uh combine?
4: Oh man, I I don't know. Probably eBay. Ten, eight, I, something like that. It just—it's a blur. It's a, it's it's a it's a marathon event. I mean, there's you know podiums of guys lined up and bodies everywhere, and you know it's uh, like more, one interview after another. More media, end.
2: more media than ever before.
4: Uh, you know, it's—I mean, I cover Georgia football, so you know, at the national title game, there's a ton. No, 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 of no, no I'm talking like about the combine.
2: Is it the mo- most media you've
4: ever been at the combine? I, you know, it, it's, the room's always packed. I would, I I would guess, I mean, I'm just looking at it right now and, you know, I'm looking at the TV cameras. There's probably 75, 80 cameras. There's three or four live television sets here. Pretty every network's represented. Um, gosh, I know we got a ton of people from Georgia too, obviously it's, it's, it is, it is quite a show steak to your point. Yeah. Uh, yes. All right. So what, what, what's, what
2: constitutes a big headline? Is it some guy has a forty that jumps off the page? Is it, you know, somebody deciding not to do something? Like what warrants and what has been the big story so far?
4: Well, if you remember last year the big story was Jalen Carter flying back to Georgia to get arrested. Um that, that was that was probably oh the overwhelming God, right. story. If you remember oh, that? Yeah, that was no. quite a that was quite a headline. Um, you know, yeah, the the field testing Stake, I think, is, is what a lot of the people see. You know, m- my role here, we're interviewing all these players, right? So I'm talking to Jermaine Burton and A.D. Mitchell and obviously all the Georgia players, and you're, you know, you're getting little bits and nuggets from, them. you know, talking to the Alabama guys, uh Chris Braswell, for example, and what made this interesting is he thinks Nick Saban's still helping to coach the team. I, I was like, he's like, no, he's still coaching. He's still got an office over there, and you're going, wow, really? Like, you really think that's, ha- oh, yeah, you know, they really think that's happening, you know, and, it's just interesting hearing some of the players, you know, points of views and comments about the programs and you know, guys they played against, you know, A.D. Mitchell talking about, you know, working out at Georgia, being, you know, Jermaine Burton talking about how much he still loves his guys at Georgia. It's just stuff that maybe fans wouldn't expect. Uh, you get out of the interviews, you know, and but to your point, what when those guys hit the field, we're gonna wanna see if somebody can run a four two something. We're going to see, you know, where these Georgia guys go if if Ladd can run a high 4-3. If Brock Bowers, and, and Stake, I'd ask you, playing the poker game, should Brock Bowers do anything if he's already the number one tight end in the draft?
2: Well, it does feel like Brock Bowers is moving down in the draft only because of the position and only because they use this draft equity or, you know, can you go top 10 at that position, given it's not going to be as many looks, I've never seen many college football players better than Brock Bowers. But but there is a notion that you're gun shy to take a tight end in the top ten, and obviously Kyle Piston helped help make people feel <laughs> better about it, right? right, right. But I mean, I you know I think Brock Bowers is in a weird spot, um, and and will whatever he does there move him up in the top ten and, and solidify it, or is he going to continue to possibly drop because of the position he plays?
4: Yeah, well, you wonder is the juice worth to squeeze, right? I mean, if now if Brock Bauer thinks he could go out there and run a four four zero and jump forty inches, then you know, then maybe it's worth it to convince somebody. But I, I kind of think the tape's in on this guy. I think it's I think the risk is too high. You know, you have one bad day, and you know, maybe you don't run the time you thought. Now everybody starts picking, and you fall even further. Uh, steak, I just can't see him dropping. You know, behind the below the Denver Broncos at twelve. you know the guy the guy that lit it up yesterday was Dallas Turner, and I've seen him on some Falcons mock drafts, and you know how much would a guy like Dallas Turner impact the Falcons as an edge rusher? I mean this guy was flying in the four uh, four range. I think he jumped nearly forty just an explosive player,
2: yeah, I think Dallas Turner is the name on everybody's lips. I think that any notion of getting Justin Fields that gives up the eighth pick that could be Dallas Turner is a very shaky proposition. Maybe you're giving up a number one next year, but you have got to hold on to that pick. And Dallas Turner seems like it makes the most sense. Linebackers, though, traditionally, whatever you want to call him, edge rushers, it, it hasn't been a smooth sailing. Um, I think they were they were saying the last true – now, he's not a true linebacker at all. They, they, he's a hybrid. Um, but Roquan Smith may be the most impactful yeah. linebacker taken in the last four or five years. Yeah. That's a funky situation in terms of size – but, I mean, everything you hear about him, especially the, the year he just had, I, I'd love to see him wearing black and being on the Falcons opening day.
4: Yeah, I was I was thinking like a Dwight Freeney clone I, going old school on either take. But, you know, that you mentioned Fields. It's so interesting to me. You know, Justin was such a fantastic high school player, so many fans in Georgia. Obviously signed with the Bulldogs before a great career at Ohio State. You hear so much about him maybe coming back to the Falcons. And I did a poll on our Dog Nation Twitter, and it's like 50 50, over a thousand. It's like split right down the middle. And I'm like, man, you know, Justin Fields, you know, you talk to the guy, he's so cool and easy going, and yet he may be the most controversial guy in the state of Georgia over the last yeah. four or five years. So true. Well,
2: what's fascinating, it was controversial mm. when he was at Georgia. Yep. And then it was controversial how good he was at Ohio State, especially for that one game, right, in the semis. Yeah. And then it's like I've got three years of game film to watch, and you still can't really settle on how we feel about him, how much is about the personnel around him, how much is about him still just not being able to be a drop back, you know, quarterback that can read defenses. Like, there, there's there's nothing that, that sways you either way enough to not make him – Again, a very highly
4: controversial conversation. Which is, well, he really is, I, but I'll I'll take some controversy out of it for Georgia fans. I'll tell you this: his sister Jaden kills it. I mean, <laughs> kills it on the softball yep. team. That is the number three team in the country. And if she, if you follow her on social media, she is a, a riot. Dude, she's, she's a blast. She's so. a superstar. Oh yeah. Have you heard Fantastic. about that, Sandy? Oh yeah. Because
2: Rusty is watching Georgia softball because he coached one of the girls. Was uh, when he had his travel team. And all he keeps telling me about is Justin Fields' yep, sister yep. is
4: just lighting it up. Um, She'll be in the media. Hey, she's going to be taking somebody's job here when she's done with softball in, Atlanta, in the Atlanta media market. She's really good. That's great. Finishing
2: up with Mike Griffith live at the Combine in Indianapolis. So, Ladd McConkey just spoke as well. Mm-hmm. What are you hearing about him? Another guy that I would feel incredible about getting if I'm certainly, uh, you know, it's not going to come off the first round. But, I mean, Ladd McConkie has uh, – all indications, stock is rising.
4: Well, speaking of popular Georgia sports figures, I mean, uh, you know, Mr. Aw Shucks there comes from nowhere and 1,500th ranked recruit walk, you know, almost a walk-on, last scholarship on the team, and now he's risen up to the status stake where he's compared with Cooper Cup. And you say he's not a first-rounder, but there's people saying that if he runs a high 4, four three number, uh, with what he did at the senior bowl he he could be a sneaky late first round pick for one of these elite teams uh that want to get a guy that can shake and and do some things in the open field um i am with you i think he's probably more of a a second round guy but he's certainly an exciting figure and and marcus Rosamie, jack saints a guy uh that really lit it up at the senior bowl and does he get into the second day conversation you know we're getting getting deep in the weeds here i mean really the quarterback stake that's what everybody hears kind of talking about and how they interview. I don't think a lot of them are going to work out, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. Well, I, mean, I understand why a guy doesn't want to run, but you don't, you don't yeah. want to throw the ball next to somebody? Well,
2: it's it's 100% guaranteed that of the three quarterbacks taken top three, somebody in the second, third, fourth round is going to be a better quarterback than one of those guys. I don't know. You know we, we don't know who it's going to be, but we do know that if you think the three best quarterbacks in the draft are are going to be the exact three taken, that's not how
4: it works, right? You know, well, these guys—I'll tell you this: these guys are all skinny. I think DJ Shockley's built better than any of these guys here. So they look like they're ready to fall apart. I'm serious, man. Have you seen Shockley? Looks like he's still pressing weights. But these corners—Drake made long, you know, bone oh. neck. I'm thinking, good, good, good grease. How many, how many hits can these guys take in the league?
2: Yeah, well, they need an NFL uh, strength and conditioning coach. They'll get that bulk on. All right, hey, Mike, good <laughs> stuff. We'll talk to me when you. Get back in town and maybe review it on Monday. How the whole weekend goes.
4: All right, appreciate it, guys. Have a great weekend.
2: Always great to have you. Mike Griffith, live from Indy, Justin Farmer, WSB anchor, a staple in this town. He gets to play Buy or Sell later. He's live in the studio co-hosting. Um, that's coming up as well. It's Steak and Sandra on a Friday on The Steakhouse. Where else would you want to be than sitting here at The Steakhouse, especially with an esteemed guest coming up? I mean, geez, we must be doing something right for Justin Farmer to come in here. He's a real journalist. I mean, journalist! journalist? Yeah. Um uh, <laughs> let me mention by the way that the Mike Griffith interview, we call that the tailgate, was brought to you by All Four Seasons, Garage and Entry Door. Ten o'clock hours brought to you by Man Cave. Visit your Man Cave store. Go to visit mancavestore.com. Great for uh the Off season, still lots of sports. Great to watch the Masters in your man cave. Oh, That's it's so up. true! Or Indoor March season,
3: they've got the new golden tee, the upgraded, and it is pretty sweet if you wanted to have that in your home.
2: So, Justin Farmer is here, uh, WSB, esteemed anchor. Great to see you, buddy. Longtime friend,
3: guys.
0: This, I get to check a bucket list item today. Yeah, I've known both of you for a long, long time. time. Somehow, the invitation just came in yesterday. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> well, listen. We want it to be strategic. We wanted you for an entire hour. You're going to play buy or sell. We kind of uh, crafted for you. That's coming up later on in the hour. But you you were telling us something in the break. We'll just go to the air with it. So you were a ball. You're, you're an Atlanta kid through and through, right? Born and raised. Your, your dad, of course, uh, esteemed uh, anchor here for years. The Farmer family, been in the media business. Don Farmer was yeah, his Yes, Don Farmer, Don, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so so you're an Atlanta kid yeah. that got to do what with the Atlanta Falcons?
0: A dream come true. I'll said i never get an experience that can top that, honestly, which included, you know, going to the White House and interviewing a sitting president. But this was better than that. I was a ball boy for the Falcons. So when you're 11 years old and you're returning footballs and you're hanging out with Lynn Cain and William Andrews and Alfred Jenkins and Alfred Jackson,
2: you know, it was awesome. So... What are the responsibilities? Is it just game day? Or are you at practices? Or what do you do as a ball boy? All a- above.
0: It, it's the above. The bulk of the work was really in the summer training camps back when it was in Swanee. And my favorite story is Billy White Shoes Johnson throwing his cleats at me, his <laughs> white shoes, and said, clean these yeah. blankers. And uh, <laughs> and he was the coolest guy. Aww. So, yeah. It was. And I would do their laundry. You got the junk work. But I got lucky because I got quarterbacks and receivers. Some kids got, you know, linemen's pretty boring. I'm getting there. All the skill position guys.
2: Yeah. it was cool. And they all treated you well, and you've been a longtime fan of the Falcons. Big time. Big time. How can that not be the case? So, did you, having a dad that was so recognizable, having somebody in television, was that kind of, you know, you see a lot of that lineage of, of, it's just kind of something that you cozied up to as you were getting older?
0: Yeah, it wasn't. I wasn't like a journalism major at BC or anything like that. It wasn't like that. I was um, poli-sci and took a lot of finance courses, and I really was into that. I didn't know what I was going to do, and then when I got out, I just needed a job. It was 92. The economy wasn't in great shape. I didn't know what I was going to do. I applied to this little bitty TV station in Albany, Georgia, and I was like, well, I can do it for a minute. I can pay a couple of bills. I couldn't stand living at home anymore. And uh, 31 years later, apparently I'm still doing it. Did
3: you start it. in sports? I did. Okay. Starting started
0: in sports, did that for, I guess, 10 years, and gotcha. then switched over to news. Uh, really, what inspired me to switch over to news, among other things, was 9-11. It just oh. had such an impact on me. And uh,
2: You said you wanted to do something more little, serious at yeah, times. Precisely. So, Sandy, you took his job?
3: So, at WPTV, which is the NBC affiliate in West Palm Beach, yeah. um, which... I say that was my all-time favorite job. I mean, the station is on the open (laughs) water. It is right in the heart of Clematis Street, which is all the bars, and it's just beautiful. Anyway, it's a really, really, really good station, and I remember you were there, and you were the, the, the main sports anchor. Was I? You were. Because okay. Anthony took your, Anthony moved That's up. Right. That's so, right. Yeah. And then it, uh, it came available and somebody contacted me. We mm-hmm. had a mutual friend, Patrick Nolan, who yep. I worked with. And he said, We got an opening and boom, the next thing I know, I'm moving to West Palm Beach. And my news director said, it's the easiest ticket to Atlanta, Georgia, is this weekend anchor spot. I mean, the <laughs> anchor spot here. That's right.
0: Larry Smith was before that's right. me. That's, that's right. That's right.
3: Everybody came to Atlanta, yeah. and that's where I came from, wow. from, from from WPTV to Atlanta. Yeah,
0: I love that we share that yeah, experience.
3: Yeah, me too, and everybody spoke so well of you. You know how you? I didn't know you, and everybody just spoke so highly of you.
0: Well, clearly they didn't know me well.
2: That's not <laughs> How many stations have you worked out before you landed at WSB?
0: Oh, I guess I'd have to go through them. So, Albany, West Palm CNN, Utah, Oklahoma City, Denver, Dallas. It got back to Atlanta in '08.
2: So wow, which of those markets was most fun? Would you enjoy most?
0: Most fun, probably West Palm. Yeah, I was single. Had a had a wave runner. Yeah. I lived on the ocean, the dude. That's
2: nice. And
3: listen, the, what you get I to mean, cover, that was the Marlins were winning the World Series. Yeah. Right? Yep. That was the Miami Dolphins. You, The Miami Heat were never better. Your Florida Panthers were winning the, the Stanley Cup.
0: I got a Marino story for you. There you so go. So we covered in West Palm the the Dolphins as if they were ours, yeah. of course. If you know South Florida, I mean, West Palm is really North Miami. Yeah. I mean, North of Lauderdale, but you know what I'm saying. Right. So um, we covered the Dolphins as our own. So... Um, the punk, they send it down there. I'm 26 years old or something. It's the Monday after, and it was a game where Marino fumbled. The Dolphins were driving against the Jets, and he fumbles that seals the victory for the Jets, right? It, it was a bad look. It was bad, uh, 100% on him. So when it's the, the big gangbang thing that they have where the, all the reporters are trying to get their microphones in up there, and he comes out, and he's standing like in his locker, you know, the horseshoe around him, And I'm thinking, these Miami reporters, it's real quiet. I'm like, they're not asking the question. And I was like,
3: he's not very nice.
0: He's not. And I'm thinking, you cowards. So I'm either just young and dumb enough, or brave enough, or somewhere in between. I say, you know, Dan, can you address, you know, how are you feeling after that play that cost the lead in the division? Um, he ripped me. I mean, ripped me. OK, and all the mf do you I mean, rip me non-airable and all of the other veteran guys. Right. All those lose reporters start laughing. Oh, wow. No, listen. To that story ends Wednesday at practice. OK, Marino's not talking to me. He's still mad. Right. He sees me. He goes, come here. So I walk up to him and he said, hey, I admired what you did. I was pissed off. You were doing your job. Wow. And every until I left West Palm Beach, I'd see Dan Marino. He's like, hey, man.
2: Right.
3: He, got res- he respected you. I That's, guess. Yeah.
1: But He's not very nice. That, yeah. There
2: yeah. is few things as intimidating as the media scrum um, when you're a young reporter. I told you I covered the Celtics at 23. Bird, McHale, Parrish, Ainge, DJ, oh. the whole deal. And here's Bob Ryan. There's Jackie McMullen. There's like all. And I, I did not speak. I yeah, was just yeah. like, just learn the biz. Sit back here. He's talking to Bob Ryan. Not my role. You get in there. I remember I was in the Red Sox locker room. My hero growing up was uh, Jim Rice from Anderson, South Carolina, I believe, right? And '78, um, I was 12 years old. He was MVP, and uh, <laughs> he, he he was a uh, ornery. He was well known to be ornery. Yeah, he was. And <laughs> I said, man. "Hey, hey, uh, you know, Mr. Rice, can I ask you a quick question? Turn to me." And just <laughs> yeah, not airable, not airable. I go wow, and that was one of the worst locker rooms all time. Famous thing about the Red Sox was twenty five guys and twenty five cabs. Like that's how they felt about <laughs> oh, each other. Oh, wow. Like Carl Yastrzemski hated Jim Rice, and Jim Rice, you know, hated Fred- like it was awful vibe. But when you're young like that, dude, those guys are so intimidating. It is scary. And I give you credit because I know what that scrum is like, and then you're just worried. I don't want to screw this up, right?
0: Totally. You're you're you can feel. I mean, you're yes, you got to lump in get... through. I had Greg Norman. Same thing. Not a nice guy. Absolutely ripped me. Ripped me when it was the Doral where <laughs> oh he God. he just he just choked. There was no other way around it. i mean, right. the man choked. Right. And here's Justin Warmer again. You know this? I mean, I had a baby face. I was nothing. And these guys aren't asking him the questions. And so I said, Mr. Norman, uh, <clears throat> do you want to address so right. you know what happened down the stretch? So well, what is he he did address it yeah. at my face? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's baptism by fire. Justin Farmer is here. How many years at WSP? Uh sixteen. So most Was
3: this your dream job?
0: Yeah, I never aspired to be in New York City. Um, had a chance to do that and and or other places, um, but once I got here, I was done.
2: You know the the history of WSB is you could easily say for a long time. I don't know if it's still at that level. There's a lot of great stations in town, so I don't want to uh, you know misspeak. But the highest, most dominant local television station in America, most iconic for one town, especially when you think about you know Cox Communications and. And WSB and then the radio like there isn't anything really like that anywhere else in terms of what WSB's influence is.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Dave. There's a there's a small group of TV stations and it's it's an even smaller group now than it was 10 years ago. And I think it's a fair. I think your assessment is fair. Yeah,
2: it's dominant as well known. I mean, that's it's kind of like, you know, uh, there's a, people ask me, why did you leave? Boston, right? And uh, and I couldn't be happier 27 years. But, but, like, if you do sports talk there, nobody leaves. Right. Like, it's like saying, I want to go to Broadway for my first job. And then, no, then I'll go to Minnesota. No, there's nowhere else to go. You get on WSB TV as an anchor, there really is almost nowhere else to go, right? No.
0: I mean, unless you, you aspire to be doing your... national
2: stuff. Or, or it's yeah. like we meet, Sandra and I, you know, 20-something years down here, why do I want to live in Bristol, Connecticut exactly. and do national Rate Like, what's ESPN national radio? Like, that's not sexy. What's sexy mm-hmm. is being in a market you can live in and build a, a and life with a, a family, right? And what's
0: interesting is there are cities, of course, bigger than Atlanta, but Atlantans consume news. So in New York City, to be a local news person, you're just – you're not really it, – it's just – it's not as much of a – you can make an impact on the community if you do it the right way here.
2: The, there is, what, four – I mean, I, I can't even keep up with how much local news – there must be 25 hours a day if you want to at forget about the morning shows. I think CBS starts at three. You guys start at four. <laughs> no, I think they you're yeah. at four. Yeah. Right. Um, and it listen, it's it's like radio. The one thing in the radio business, which has gone completely the other direction, right? When we started, uh Sandra and I doing our shows here. There was no satellite radio, there's no podcast, there's no audio, but there's none of that. And there's no public transportation. So Atlanta was the number one radio market in America because we had the fewest amount of stations, and everybody's in their car, right? Yep. Yep. Everybody's in it. It's not like in New York, you got the New York Post, you're taking the subway or or D.C., right? Right. Um, And
3: you're in your car a long time.
2: Yeah. So, So now... The only format that is most relevant is hyper, hyper local. What's the most hyper local? Sports. Yep, yep. Which is why every station's like more news, not less news, more news, because that's what wins when the shrinking TV market, news is what wins.
0: You guys have figured out how to do something. It's funny because long before, you know, we all have known each other, but uh, when we were more acquaintances, I would, no BS, you guys crush it. It's entertaining and it's smart and it's informative and uh, I have said that many, many, many times, not in front of you. Um, and so I'm really glad that you've gotten the band largely back together.
2: Yeah, no, It's been great. It's this, and, it, and to be in a 100,000-watt station like this, home of the Falcons, home of the Hawks, home of United. I mean, this is, this is embedded in the You city. having a blast? You having a ball? So fun. So Fun, most fun yeah.
3: ever. Two hour show, steak set it up exactly, and they leave us alone. Like Mike Conte is the uber boss of greatness. What? He just says, <laughs> Well, you he know, he comes never... into steak and he goes, Just do whatever you want. You've got the formula,
2: yeah. Well, it's just never, you know, I know what food is in this town. You and what? I, yeah, no, I know about what? food. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, excuse me. I was, I'm not going to name names. I was at another Baldwin. radio station where if I'm talking about best cheeseburger I had in uh, in Decatur. The poor owner of the station would start to sweat, you know. <laughs> talk about the Braves. Uh, talk about their fourth starter. I was like, no, I'm going to talk about a smash burger versus a really thick medium rare. But I mean, it's knowing in the city what's happening, right? Spot on. Whether it's at Hartsfield Jackson Airport or whether it's you know when serious stuff happens in our in our community. My daughter's at Georgia. It's not like I'm not going to talk about that somebody passed away in her in her dorm room last week or the you know it's like. Of course, that's relevant. We're in Atlanta. It's right? what people are talking I have about. Have a daughter at Georgia is a freshman. Why would that not come up in the course of that, right? So, when we come back,
3: though, Jake, I, I want to talk to you, Justin, about. I'm noticing more and more the sports stories are moving up in the A block because yeah. I do think it's the greatest equalizer, especially in Atlanta. I don't know that other cities it's do all, that.
2: It's because it's Zach has such a good head of hair. Ah, he is looking. He is. He is such a pretty man. <laughs> I mean, if he was a little uglier, they'd move him down. Uh, yeah, He'd you know be, what I mean. Like, we'll catch like him on if, the I, if I was doing sports there, I'd be in the what's the Q block? Is that far down? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, Check no. Check it out. Yeah. So
2: handsome. Anyway, we'll come back, Justin. for it, you're gonna play by yourself, right? In. in, are you focused? You dialed in? It's like yeah. Bobby says as I'm driving to his games. I said, Bobby, He says, "I'm dialed in, Dad. I'm dialed in." I was like, "All right, dude. Twelve-year-old, eight a.m. game and coming, I'm not dialed in, but you, you, you be dialed in. Uh, I'm, I'm probably hungover more than dialed in. It's uh, a ten fourteen. Justin Farmer in the house. Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game.
1: Actual Andy and Randy listener. There's actually a few out there.
2: Welcome back to the midday show with Andy and Randy.
0: Andy Bunker, Randy McMichael, two brothers from another mother. I now more of the steakhouse on
1: Sports Radio 92.9, the game ten twenty
2: three. This is a sports talk radio station that is just humming along. We humming along on a Friday. Steaky, Sandy, Bo, Garrett, Day Day, Justin, Farmers. It's a freaking party. We got a starting five. Let me think. I'm gonna play center. Uh, no, Day-Day, you're going to be the uh, athletic. You're going to play the four, right? Um, Justin, you're going to – Garrett's a shooting guard. Bo's going to play the three. Can you be a point guard? You're an anchor, so you can probably be a point guard, right? I got a handle. You do? You have a decent handle? Decent. I mean, yeah. How many leagues – have you played in a lot of these leagues over the years? Uh, I
0: used to play hoops six days a week. And when Serious? I, no, no joke. When I was at BC, my college roommate and I, um, every – I'm talking about every day. It was right. called the Plex. Right. That's and we'd right. go every. So where would
2: you play here? Give me the old school places when you came to Oh, Atlanta. there was a
0: church. When I worked at CNN, there was a church up off of um, Tilly Mill, I think, maybe. Yeah, I think I was in those games. Barry really?
2: LeBrock. Remember a guy named yep. Barry LeBrock? Yeah, was, yeah, of course. Yeah, that, he brought me to those games, the yep. CNN games. Right? We
0: played in those. And then there's a game, actually, at I don't know if I should mention it, but one of the private schools has a, a game on Saturday mornings. It's yep. really good. Okay. Um, I don't play as much now as I did when I worked in Denver. It's
2: an Achilles tear waiting to happen. Yeah. you in your 50s and you play hoops. But, That's what scares the exactly. hell out of me. I, you yeah, know? I'm, stick to golf um, now. <laughs> yeah. But when you're in your 30s and 40s, it'll keep you in shape. I mean, in Atlanta, there was I – and mean, I was doing mornings. There was a game every day, yeah. 11 a.m., you could find. What was
0: the big gym that had a good game?
2: Uh, like, La- like, La- 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 uh, La- Athletic Club Northeast y- yes. had it, uh, 11 a.m. What uh, was that
0: club? Um,
2: there's <sighs> Windy Hill. There's the Concourse. Concourse did a great Congress. job as well. Yeah, Congress. Concourse. So, all right, Justin is here. We got to play by ourselves. But you, you had some for me. Then we're going to get into a story as well. Didn't you want to ask someone? You teased on the oh, way out. I was just,
3: I, I was I'm commenting on that. Sports is so relevant and prevalent in a city like Atlanta. They're not doing stories in sports in New York City in the A block. So I just was commenting on it. Mm-hmm. Such it's it kind of brings send,
2: and sending Zach to the. Like, WSB combine, doesn't play around. Sending yes. them to the combine, everywhere. right?
3: Everywhere. They're sending them everywhere as yeah. they completely as they should. should.
0: Well, and it takes, a, it takes a management that understands that uh, people – you don't have to be a sports fanatic right. to want to understand just enough about sports that you can hang on a weekend at your yeah. friend's barbecue. Right. And, of course, Zach is, is, and Allison are just fantastic at their jobs, genuinely good people, genuinely High talent.
3: All all the stations here are as good as it gets in the sports department. Now, tell us about the West Palm Beach uh, pickup game. You got a story for us,
0: right? Yeah, speaking of pickup hoop, um, I'm going to tell a story in Atlanta. I know you're not going to believe me, and that's cool. And he'll (laughs) deny it. And I can promise you if you asked him, he would say, yeah, right. But here's a true story. Okay. Okay. At the JCC in West Palm Beach, it's mid-'90s. Braves are doing spring training at the time there. Mm -hmm. My college roommate and I, who played a billion hours together of pickup hoops, are in the gym shooting, in walks Deion Sanders and a buddy. Okay, they say you guys want to go. I said yes, of course. This is, this is future Hall of Famer. Right. Hey, Dan, let's go get our butts kicked by Deion Sanders, and we won.
2: Wow, wow. So
0: my college mate that, and I. So that's your uh, that was game one. Fame. So he he slams the ball and he, he calls me. You know, all right, let's go. And um and then bludgeoned me. And of course, they won the second game. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't even basketball. He's like, I'm gonna out. You know, so we just. And then yeah. we laughed. Oh, we were laughing.
2: That's great. So you never That's had a rubber great. game? Oh, uh, no. That was it. 1-1. No,
0: it was... Yeah. yeah, he'd had enough of
2: that. Yeah,
0: and he beat the that's crap great. out of me in the game, the second game, physically. So no, we're both called it good. How yeah.
3: terrible <laughs> was that facility down there? That wait, so the Braves shared with Montreal Expos yeah. at that facility, in West, West Palm. Palm.
0: Oh, it's
3: laughable. The it dump. Oh, my it was, God.
0: but it was heaven to me because it there was, was so free fun. food for the media, mm-hmm. and right. that's back when we made you know Sandra and I were there. If you didn't make a lot of money in, in no. West Palm, Listen, you were below the poverty
2: line. I mm-hmm. moved here. I was making twenty six thousand dollars doing morning drive at uh, six eighty, and I would I would gear those those media meals yep. right. Yep. A single living down here, I was like, okay, that's four <laughs> meals a week right <laughs> there. I don't yeah, have to worry about right. Absolutely. I mean, just like and or some event where just find a way to glom off it right. Ain't that crazy? And it's just like okay, and I could not have been. I was living on Claremont <laughs> Road. I, you know the story. Richard Jewell was my next door neighbor. So Richard Jewell and I used to watch Monday Night Football together. So he was living on that first apartment on Buford Highway where with his mom. Remember all the reporters right after? What? Yeah.
0: When this happened, did you know this guy didn't do this? No, no, no,
2: no. So he moved when he was in the middle of the lawsuit with the HAC. Okay, okay. So he was my next-door neighbor because ah. he had to move off of that street because the press was crazy. So me and him on Monday nights, I'd go right next door, me and Richard <laughs> Jewell sitting there, the nicest guy. Like just a broken man for what happened oh, to him. Course. But that is a you know, weird I'm living there on this kind of dumpy apartment building and Richard's my neighbor and me and him are just watching football together. That's right? bizarre. That's classic. All right, you ready to play some buy or sell? Let's go.
4: Now it's time for buy, buy or sell,
2: sell on the steakhouse. Sandra and Justin Farmer playing buy or sell. Braves uniforms, Sandra, are an A. You give them an A. The Braves unis.
3: Buy. Buy. Yes. I love the Braves uniforms.
2: Yes. Buy. Favorite weather in Atlanta is springtime in Atlanta. Best favorite weather, buy or sell, Justin, is the spring. Sell. I assume it, you're going to say fall? Correct. Yeah.
3: Yes, yeah, sell. The, the allergies in the spring here. I also and think it's a now. really
2: short You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. It it feels like, you know, fall lasts like perfectly four months. Spring's like a month. And then it's like 90, right? Yeah, and
3: winter was four days this (laughs) year. And then it's spring.
0: But dawn in April is, I mean, it's a close, close call. Because, you know, those mornings where you realize winter's truly gone? Yeah. Still a little brisk. Feels Mm.
2: good. How many, how many, uh, how many years of WSP? 16. How many? Weather folks, if you worked with them. Give us, like, the Weather Folks Hall of Fame. I guess you can't leave anybody out. But, I mean, you have some guys that you've worked with forever, right? Forever.
0: I mean, Glenn Burns sets the standard. Right. Yeah, he's he's just the guy. Karen Minton, if you all remember her when yeah, she did mornings.
3: Karen.
2: She's a legend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Did you ever do that morning shift?
0: Not in Atlanta. In Dallas, I did. Yeah.
2: All right. Uh, buy or sell uh, a good true crime podcast. You love a good true crime podcast. I'm buy one yourself. of the
3: ones that are not into it.
2: Sell. Nope. Sorry. So, yeah. No. I've never... I, that's people, our friend a Mara Davis, Yeah, she'll give you like twenty. Of, my I don't know Kristen. who has the time for podcasts. Exactly. I mean, like, listen, I have a list. I always—it's kind of like books on vacation. My wife laughs at me. I've got like thirty hardcovers, and she's like, "Oh, that's adorable. You're gonna read those? Yeah, I'm getting <laughs> it for vacation. <laughs> It'll be like a year and a half later. Yeah, sure. Same three. I, I got yep. the same four books. I should take them out. It's like, yeah. You gonna get to those? Yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm definitely gonna get to them for sure. I go to Costco. I just buy whatever's on the hardcover yep, rack. Yeah. Never gonna read them, but I'm. It feels good. Mark Aram is sexy by yourself. Mark Aram is sexy.
0: Hard sell, and I'm shorting it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mark Aram is sexy. Uh,
3: buying super sexy. Oh, love Mark Aram. You know, I
0: could never admit that he's sexy. No, <laughs> I mean, listen,
2: he's he's got a face made for radio, yet he's been on TV Aww, forever. He's so sweet. Yes, indeed. One of my great Chinese food partners, right yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, would like to live on a farm for a year. Buy or sell, Sandy. Would like to live on a I farm. I live on a farm. Yeah, I'll buy farm that. Farm for a year. Sure. Buy or sell. I live on a farm for a year. Buy, buy, buy.
0: Have you heard my last name?
2: Well, that's why Farmer, I was in here. There but, you yes. go. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally dig it. actually really enjoy.
2: What was your dad's biggest passions off, uh, you know, when, when not on the air?
0: Baseball. Went every year to spring training. His best, I don't here's a fun story. Uh, Don Farmer and Skip Carey were college roommates. No what? way. Skip Carey to this day is the reason I love brown liquor. It's Skip Carey. <laughs> sitting <laughs> at the bar. Dude. Sitting Dude. at the bar at Preachy. Wow. So my dad says to me, I'm interning at WSB at the time. I'm like 19. My dad yeah. says, hey, do you want to meet Skip and me at Preachy <laughs> for a drink? I'm 19. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah. So I go up there, sit down, and and uh, bartender comes up and asks Skip and Don what they want. And looks at me and says, what do you want? And I kind of just froze, and Skip said, my God, get the kid a scotch. Nice. So Skip Carey and I drank together. Hey, you can't
2: top that, That's dude. The best. He's one of the all-time. Oh. There's more drinking stories with Skip Carey, I guarantee you. I'll tell
0: y'all a Skip Carey story not on air.
2: Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, some of them are not meant for, right? Uh v- uh well we were going to we're not going to we're not going to plug into your businesses. So Thank I was going to ask you about vodka and bourbon and all these other things. We'll do this instead. Let's play this. Outcast will play at least one show in the next 5 years. There will be an Outcast show one time if you haven't heard um
3: Andre 3000.
2: Andre 3000 is playing Atlanta right now. He's playing a flute Concert, six nights. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. He's got an album out. Everybody was hoping Big Boy would just show up at this thing at Variety Playhouse. Uh, Outcast will play I one-
3: think that's a great in call. The next I'm going to buy years. that. It's in the making, I would think. Five years
0: is a tough call. I would say eventually, of course, because they all come together eventually.
2: Yeah, Eventually. Five that, years
0: may be a little tight.
2: Sports right. is more fun than regular news or weather to anchor. Sports is more fun than regular news or weather to anchor. Buy or sell.
0: You're not allowed to give contextual answers are you you can can, he might yell at you but
3: be prepared Uh, i haven't
0: done the weather formally so don't i can't speak to that um you know fun breaking news when we had a zebra loose uh, (laughs) on the grady curve buddy had it now that javita and i were laughing we're like i don't think that that is an indigenous creature and uh it was the most amazingly fun 12 minutes of TV. What are
2: the rules with the chit-chat stuff from bosses you've had over the years? The crosstalk stuff, right? Because that is part of what builds the chemistry. The
0: good bosses do not micromanage you, but that you have part. to earn that. So right. if you earn that with your co-anchor and you guys are, are dancing yeah. well
2: together, it, the
0: smart ones Who made you laugh?
2: The, who knew how to make you laugh on, on camera the most? Uh, Joe.
0: Was, Joe, she's my girl. Yeah. Jovita. The best.
2: How tough was losing Jovita? Uh, how, how tragic, how tough was that? Because what everybody says about her, and I didn't have the opportunity to work with her, legendary young lady. Right? Prime,
0: prime, top of her game, prime of her life. Had worked so hard, did all the right things. All that was in front of her to have a long, comfortable, beautiful retirement. Great mom.
2: So, Do you remember when you got the news about Javito? Did she tell you personally?
0: Yes, they about to take me down a road. Um, yes, I stood there in uh, the Emory Hospital. And, uh, oh, man, the look on her. She came right out. She looked at me, and um, I looked at her. And You
2: were at the hospital with her.
0: When she had had a procedure, when they had to understand what yeah, how, how where she was. Answer. And yep. she didn't say a word, and she looked at me, and I knew.
2: Right. Just like whatever they just saw wasn't good, and she knew it, right? She had six months. Oh, God. Sorry to take you down the road, but it is worth mentioning. Legendary young lady. All right. Uh, your dad... Used to embarrass you in a good way, by or your so? Always, dad used to embarrass- yes. Bye, what bye, was his bye, move? bye, bye, bye. Well, oh,
3: my God. The dad jokes and right. just like <laughs> at the restaurants and his plate is empty. To the- I swear if he was alive today, he should come over. How was everything? Oh, I hated it. <laughs> like dad jokes <laughs> for joke. life. Same joke. Oh, my Same God. Same angle. And you know, as a kid, you're like, please.
2: Your dad used to embarrass you in a good way. Did uh, Or your stepfather or your dad, yeah. either one.
0: No, my dad would embarrass me. Frequently loved it. Bye. Oh, yeah. Have, loved it. Have, it been to
2: to, have been to Tongue and Groove in the last 10 years by yourself. So,
0: I've been there prior to 10
2: years. <laughs> I know, I figured. Last 10 years I've been to Tongue and Groove I by have. herself.
3: I'm ashamed to say, <laughs> yes, which one of your gro- Which
2: one of your girlfriends?
3: Tanya, shout out. See you in Vegas. I
2: thought yeah, pil- you were going to name another place and I was going to say, you think I'd ever uh, go in there? Limelight? <laughs> gold Club?
3: Don't yeah. go down that road. No. Oh. There, there,
2: a is a gold, there is a podcast about the Gold Club <laughs> no that way. is supposed to be phenomenal. What was happening there? You, you don't. How much do you know, Gary? You guys about the Gold Club? Like Michael Jordan one night, Barkley another Patrick, night. Patrick Ewing. Well, yeah, that whole crew. Madonna's in there one night. Uh, the professional in it? athletes. It was a, Dude, it was. It were,
3: they were going. Yeah.
2: Everyone in America knew that spot. They
3: need to do a television Netflix on it. because Then the feds. You.
2: One night the feds came in, guns blazing, twenty of them. Put everybody on the ground, went upstairs, took all the, uh, uh, you know, documents, yeah. papers, files, never to be open again. And five guys end up in prison after that. It's a wild story of Atlanta, um, as we reminisce. <laughs> Trey, Trey Young will play for the Lakers in his career at some point. You have a $500 bet. He, if he it plays one play on the Lakers, ever, you win it. Otherwise, you have the field that he won't play for the Lakers. Buy or sell, Trey will play for the Lakers.
3: $500, I'll take that bet. Buy. He's going to play He's for He's going to play.
2: Buy or sell. After Great. the Spurs. Buy
0: because he'll be cheap when he does it. Uh, That's a good one.
2: Would would go to the show stomp. Would go to the show stomp. by or sell.
3: I did see it. I've already seen it. you so, yes, seen this. So, yes, I buy it. Bunch of dudes
2: on trash cans and just like.
3: It's in a word. It should be 15 minutes, and it, it is not. We go to
2: the show. Stomp by sell. Not, not going to work. <laughs> He's for you, selling. Huh? Yeah. S- S- like S- I'm going to Broadway <laughs> next Wednesday, and there's like 30 shows. I'm looking at me and my son are going to go to Lakers. <laughs> we're going to the Hawks game Tuesday, and then we're going to Broadway Wednesday. This would be 31st out of 31. <laughs> I was going to say yeah. Bobby's
3: like, not going to put no. up a stomp.
2: No, uh, could change a tire in under 20 minutes by yourself. Bye, show. yeah, Sandy. Bye. You always talk about your dad made sure you could do that, right? Oh, my
3: God. We would have a whole lesson out in the driveway, me and my sister. like you do save, intent- Y'all teach your girls minutes? how to do that. Wouldn't
0: it be embarrassing if you couldn't, honestly? All That's right, not a good guy thing. you got to know how to do that.
3: Steak, yeah. can you change a tire in, in under 20 minutes? In under
2: 20? I'd figure it out. He's got Let me mar- ask
3: you something. Could you change a tire in 24 hours?
2: <laughs> Sadie, he has our <laughs> cell numbers. He does. We'll, we'll, onion, help him. onion rings. <laughs> onion rings are often overlooked by yourself. sell. I could rings. not
3: agree more. A great onion ring. Oh, I love it's, it. It's like
2: the side dish that nobody pays it's attention so to, right? Steak? Uh, you should have any. If it's the small show. stringy ones, bye. You like Ooh, the string. I like the
3: big fat. Shipper Jones is
2: your favorite braid of all time Chipper sell. Jones
0: I love Chipper but sell
3: whose is yours
2: who's your favorite brave of all time you've been here a long time Dale Murphy yeah I oh now I'm torn sell. between two lovers buy or uh, sell. Chipper Jones chipper is your favorite is, brave yes. of all time yes bye politicians bigger egos than athletes buy or sell politicians bigger egos than athletes
0: bye yep that's a fact yeah. you think so huh
2: Um. okay yeah Camera adds 10 pounds, by or sell. That's camera true. Adds-
0: Bye. God dang it. And it's probably 18.
2: <laughs> I'm always like, dude, I, that's, I, I look at all the episodes and it's like, camera adds, camera adds 30 pounds. It's like, a uh, steak? <laughs> no, no, no. I was uh, that, that was like seven <laughs> years ago. It's added 30 pounds. Lenses <laughs> have gotten tighter. Lenses uh, have gotten tighter. Camera adds oh, 10 yeah. pounds.
3: 17 pounds. I
2: agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. Falcons. <laughs> We'll keep this coach more than four seasons. God, Falcons, I
3: hope so. Which means more we're than winning. four. Bye. More than I'm four. putting it in the universe. Yes, he's going to be a sell, great hire.
2: Falcons will keep more than four years.
0: If if Fontenot and I, I like what we're doing. Yes, bye.
2: You got a thought on the quarterback thing? Any uh, notion or what? Well, tell
0: me where you guys have been on this topic for two months.
2: Well, for sure they're not taking a rookie like Arthur Blank's eighty-something years old. Right. He needs he, he he needs a grown man under. So center. buy or
0: sell on Fields.
2: Uh. I'm gonna sell because of what we're gonna have to trade. Past that, I don't. know. That's not true. He's
0: a second rounder, right? I mean, we would Maybe give a second round, probably
2: a first round. I don't know. No. That's a Great question. Well, then I'm selling. But that's what it is. I mean, depend- Kirk Cousins, you're not giving anything up, and Russell Wilson, you may not give anything. Oh. Garrett, is it gonna be a first rounder? You think or not?
3: His stock is two dropping. Two twos. Mm-hmm. Two's.
2: You get Justin Field. Yep. What he say? It's not one two. You're not giving no up. Way. Oh, go ahead.
4: You'll you'll end up being able to get him for one two no if they're interested. Yeah.
2: Starting quarterback in the NFL right now. For one second the, rounder. The
3: shine is coming off, which might be good for is. the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, for Rusty, reason.
2: Rusty should watch less of the Combine. Rusty,
3: really, <laughs> I want to pray for his wife. Yes, I want Rusty to get Rusty out of Manziel, his couch. Rusty Manziel,
2: yes. he, uh, he, he literally watches the three hours. And then later that night when everyone goes to bed, he re-watches the three hours. <laughs> okay. So, Rusty, kidding. buy or sell, you should watch less. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Rusty. You, you buy, you should watch less. Read one
0: of those books on your on your counter.
2: Yeah (laughs) Grab a Poor (laughs) Rusty How about how he texted us last night He was knee deep in the combine Oh my god
3: And then he changed the angle of the TV So he thinks he can (laughs) see something else I pray for Brandy His wife God
2: bless (laughs) him Finally A fan of Pitbull Buy or sell Fan of Pitbull Buy or sell
3: God that's a good one Um, I'm going to sell I'm going to sell
2: Fan of Pitbull Buy or sell Buy the
0: businessman Sell the
2: music Yeah He's playing Sunday night at State Farm Arena. He's fun.
3: But he's playing with Enrique Iglesias and Ricky Martin. Oh, Ricky That's Martin, too. That's a trifecta. Too. Like wow. He's the least you of You know how smart
0: that guy?
2: Seriously, he's yeah. got it all figured out. Jesus, he's, he's got the brand. Totally. He has got the brand. He knows dude. what he's doing. He lives the shtick, right. for sure. That's Buy or Sell with Justin Farmer. Good Woo! job, buddy. Great when we job. come back, we'll do a little... We'll do a little... Three
3: uh, Three strikes.
2: Three strikes. You got a story also, a couple of stories, uh, Jerry
3: Jones did not have a good day
2: yesterday. Jerry, Jerry Jones <laughs> likes swimming. And probably it's a little, involving whoa, a 27-year-old girl. I don't know this. And
3: it's not what you're this
2: thinking. This the tease? Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, this hour brought to you by the Man Cave Store. <laughs> Way to be. Up your Man Cave game this season. Visit mancavestore.com. Coming back, three strikes. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. You the game.
1: On Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game.
2: 1049 Sports Radio, 92.9, the game. We're running a little late here. we got to get our big game of the night. Sandra, I defer to you. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, I love this series. Georgia and Georgia Tech, they're playing tonight at Georgia Tech. They will play tomorrow at Georgia and then on Sunday at Cool Ray Field. And all the money raised on Sunday goes to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. So that is tonight. Thank you, John Foy, who always brings us our big game of the night. This this is Always a great series with Yeah, two no,
2: teams. and uh hopefully Danny Hall being here live, uh coming up soon. Good friend of the show. We're working on that. And uh again, baseball in Georgia, just like any sport, should be we, we need to be in the mix. We need to be relevant. That's why they made a coaching change at Georgia. So SEC <laughs> and ACC is loaded. Do
3: you know what they're calling um the state of Georgia when it comes to the tournament, NCAA tournament? March sadness. Oh
4: okay.
0: and you know what's what's messed up about that is our Youth baseball in Georgia is among the best in the United States. Unbelievable,
2: East Cobb, and they're all. I mean, East they're probably the best uh, yeah. developmental league, and they're all going somewhere else. Not all, but it's way too many kids. I mean, if you look at the top of the SEC and ACC, it's not that different from basketball. You we keep should them dominate. You keep them close to basketball. Right, here's our three strikes question, Okay. and then we'll let you tell us about uh, Jerry Jones. Your news, weather, and sports team growing up. Your news, weather, and sports team you remember growing up. Is Caitlin Clark, who, by the way, announced she's going to the WNBH, not doing another year at Iowa, is Caitlin Clark must see TV and the job you'd be best at on a farm. Again, keeping with our Justin Farmer theme, the job you'd be best at on a farm. Have you ever milked a cow, uh, ma'am?
3: I have not. Have you
2: Anybody here ever milk a cow? Have you ever done that? I remember that line? I've got nipples, Greg. You want to milk me? <laughs> oh, what was that? Meet the parents. Yeah, the that? parents. So, <laughs> the no, j- the job you'd be best at on a farm. Mm. Do we know? Are there enough jobs we know have on a farm? <laughs>
3: Well, that, I've never worked on a farm, but I mean, and I'm just thinking like...
2: Oh, you think it, it, anything come to look, mind? You
4: can go anywhere from cleaning a chicken coop yeah. to tilling land. Like there's several jobs on the on the farm.
2: What about just like uh, on Yellowstone? Any of the stuff they do there? But that's a ranch.
0: Steak. You can sit right? in an, in a climate controlled cab of a tractor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just. Move. I don't think that's a good third question. What do you think, Sandra? Hey, I
3: don't. That's a hard one. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think we know. How favorite about a, farm f- Favorite
2: farm animal. Favorite farm animal. Your favorite farm animal? There's some jokes here. We don't want to go down that road. Favorite farm animal: four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. You need to end the week with a smile. My mom doesn't like it. We don't get calls on three strikes. We will four zero four seven two six zero nine four nine. Your news, weather, sports team growing up is Caitlin Clark must see TV. Your favorite farm animal? <laughs> Tell us about uh, Jerry Jones and some issues. So
3: yesterday, a judge up- upheld a decision. That will now require Jerry Jones to take a paternity test as Uh-oh. part of an ongoing legal dispute. There's a twenty seven year old woman it. that twenty seven that says you're my dad. It's not what you're thinking. Hold so on. she says, oh, says Jerry sure. Jones is not daddy. My, dad. <laughs> my dad. And she it's, claims it's a that right Jerry there. Jones had um, a relationship with her mother. Okay, He has denied it, and the judge says, I think we're going to need to see some proof.
2: Oh. So he, does he have to do that? He
3: has to do that.
2: Come on. Yeah. For real? They're challenging the constitutionality sure.
3: of the Texas law that would <laughs> compel genetic testing.
2: I think he was— I think. Ooh. I think Jerry's liked ladies a lot over the years, right? One of the most famous that New York Post cover with him and those two women draped all over him. You know what I'm talking about, Sandy? Yes. Back in the day. Four oh four seven two six oh nine two nine. Four oh four seven two six oh nine two nine. We'll take one call and we gotta go to break for Andy, and Randy. Uh do you have a favorite farm animal, by the way?
3: I'm going to go with the little piglets. Oh, okay. Nice.
2: You What's know sure.
0: yours? You know what happens to the little piglets on the phone. Don't Please don't okay. spoil this <laughs> for
2: me. <laughs> please. So uh, any any big plans coming up uh, for you and yes. WSB? What's going on?
0: Yeah. So um, my, my youngest loves baseball. He's Mr. Baseball. So Wallace and Allison and I are going to Arizona next week for spring training. Oh, wow. That's great. We, we did Florida spring training last year. This year, Arizona
2: so he's way into it.
0: Oh, he has a banner over his bed that says
2: baseball. Oh, that's cool. He's so all about cute. it. He's all about it. So what team what teams are you uh going to see in Arizona? We'll
0: go see I heard the ballpark that the Diamondbacks and the Rockies play and is fantastic. We're going to yeah. go there. We'll go see the Rangers. Right. And
3: everything in Arizona is within an hour. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's easier to kind of navigate than it in um Florida.
2: All right, let's get Marvin in a car and then we got to up.
1: So what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you to sound off with three strikes. Bring it the f*** on! On
2: the Steakhouse. On
1: Sports Radio 92.9, The Game.
2: I grew up, by the way, Liz Walker, Jack Williams, Bob Lobel, and Bruce Schwagler. I was, I knew every single network, every anchor team was Aww. was way into it. But we were uh, media geeks. So, uh, news weather, sports growing up, what do you got? Marvin, you there? This is Marvin. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I'm here. Marvin. Chuck
4: Marvin. Dattle, John, John Pruitt, Chuck Battle, and you got to mention Guy Sharp.
2: <laughs> Guy Sharp, nice. Is Caitlin Clark must-see TV? She is now. The favorite farm animal.
4: Got to go with a pig. Where do you get
2: bacon? All right, there you go. <laughs> Where do you get bacon? Keep that in mind. I know. Just Can a- I
3: tell you that Caitlin Clark? They said last night on Sports Center, Caitlin Clark is the most recognized college basketball player, male or female. Her Q rating uh, is one. By
2: the way, I don't think it's even close. Yep. I don't even think it's. I'm a huge college basketball. Player. Hey, this was awesome. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Yes. Treat you, you a do a, treat a great me. job. We got to do this more often. I
3: told him when you went, if you popped out. I said to, to co-host anytime. Yeah, it'd be great. Well, you are. And thank wonderful. you for coming over.
2: Y'all are kind. I'll come back. Great to see Justin Farmer. We'll uh, wrap it up. Coming up, Sports Radio 92.9. Sports Radio
1: 92.9, the game. Andy and Randy, middays, 11 till 2. Oh, my goodness. The fact that I like grumpy old guys, is it the first step towards me becoming a grumpy
0: old guy? No, it's not even the Every me. day, every day there's something that gets me closer. I'm like, that's dumb and I hate
1: it. <laughs> that's like, that's No, that's don't do that, no. It's okay to not like something. I got so
0: mad on the podcast. Abe was telling
1: me about some guy who screams something. They said he was more famous than Brandy. And I was like, Brandy, don't besmirch the name of Brandy.